Hi, this is Rabbi Dr. Yosef Shigalov with the next podcast for Yaldi Shluchei HaRebbe. The last podcast was focused on the first part of assertiveness skills. Dear, they were... Describe the details when you're trying to be assertive. E stands for express how you feel about what's going on and uh, describe your emotion. A Ask for what you need and be, ass- be assertive. It means have a specific need when you're talking to somebody. And finally, R, which is reinforce your request with a positive consequence or, if necessary, a negative consequence. We will now talk about the rest of the assertiveness skills when initial ass- assertiveness hasn't been as effective. These skills are known by the acronym MAN. M stands for being mindful, A stands for appearing confident, and N stands for negotiate, and we'll talk about those. Being mindful involves two different things. Number one, being mindful in your communication means not giving up when you don't get the response you want right away. So, for example, you might tell your child, I need you to clean up your room, please do it now before supper. And if you clean up your room, you're going to be able to have some supper. Children can often be distracted. Other people around us, not only children, sometimes will be distracted. And we might give up just because we asked them once and they didn't respond. For true assertiveness, you want to be mindful, be a broken record. If this is something which you have a right to speak up for, sometimes you'll have to speak up more than once. Take, for example, yourself, when you call somebody and he asked them to do something for you, and they said yes, and it's not done. Sometimes they need to be asked again, and again, and again. That is mindful. Being mindful of what you want, and asking again and again. Another example of mindfulness is avoid attacks and avoid distractions. The best example I like to give is when you say to your children, I need you to clean up your room. And the children go, but I didn't do it. Why are you picking on me? He didn't made the mess. She did it. Now, we all get caught up in these kind of responses, but these are diversions. They're a way to get us off the main topic. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter who did it. And the ideal response to that kind of thing is, it doesn't matter to me who did it. I'm asking you to clean it up. Will you please clean it up before supper, or will you not clean it up before supper? In that way, we avoid getting sidetracked by irrelevant responses from the people who we're talking to. This also happens with other people, not necessarily children. When we're in communication and we ask somebody for something, and instead of answering us yes or no, they say things like, Why are you asking me this? Or um, other ways of distracting us from the actual questions we want. I might say to somebody, um, can you give me a ride somewhere? And they'll say, you know, this is the second time you've asked me for a ride. Well, the answer to that is, well, will you be able to give me a ride or not give me a ride? Those kind of distractions are done to take us off the topic and not give us a clear answer. 
And so again, mindfulness is a way to keep somebody on topic, thinking about what it is I want and how do I remain on topic about that issue. Appear confident. When you are asking for something, remember, when you are confident about what you want, when you believe in what you want, you're more likely to get it than if you beg. It's interesting. People who raise money know this. If you go to somebody and ask them for money, can you please help me out? You're less likely to be given a positive response than if you are confident about what it is and you say to somebody, I am sure this is going to be done or I am confident that you're going to give me what I need. When you look somebody straight in the eye, straight in the face, from a confident place saying, this is what I need, you're more likely to get it. And the last thing is negotiate. Negotiate is sometimes you will be assertive and you will not get what you want. Just because you don't get what you want, and I'm talking about in cases where possibly the other person can't give you what you want, and so the answer is no, sometimes, in a worst case scenario, you've got to negotiate. The person says no, then it's important to say, okay, if the answer is no, what can you do? Let's go back to the children. Kids, I need you to clean up your room before supper. Mom, I can't clean up my room before supper because I've got so much homework to do, it's impossible for me to clean up the room in the next hour. Well, you may feel like you're defeated. But you know what? You've always got negotiation left. You can say, okay, if you can't clean up your whole room, I expect you to clean up your bed, I expect you to clean up the floor, or this and that by supper time. And if that doesn't work, you can always turn to them and say, okay, what can you do until supper time? That's a way of flipping the negotiation onto the other person. If they're not able to answer you the way you want it up front, you turn it around and you can say to them, what can you do for me? Now, please understand, I'm not recommending that we always negotiate with our kids when it comes to getting them to do things. Sometimes, we don't have to negotiate. But in certain circumstances, negotiation is effective, especially when it's based on realistic circumstances. For example, when the kids happen to be right or the person you're talking to happens to have a right or is not able to provide you with what it is you want. These are just the general principles of assertiveness, of expressing yourself clearly when you talk to somebody else. Remember, the more of the skills you use and the more you practice the skills, the more likely you are going to be effective in your communication. When people have a context, when people feel like you've asked them directly, when people know what the consequences are of what you are saying to them, people are more likely to respond to what it is you have to say. When we are aggressive and when we are passive, in the beginning we get what we want, but the cost is sometimes quite high. I will end now, and hopefully in the next podcast I'll talk more about some of the basic building blocks of relationship skills, which is not about assertiveness, but it is about connecting with other people, building and maintaining relationships, 
building and maintaining friendships. Good night. <laughs>